Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Dwayne Bratt, professor of political science at Mount Royal University in Calgary, joins us. He's the author of Blue Storm, The Politics of the Jason Kenney Government. It'll be available in the form of this year. Dwayne, thank you for taking the time out of the gate. What do you make of this current edition of the Conservative Party leadership campaign? Do we have the same formula we had uh, the other two times? Divisions, a party deeply divided, all aiming to try to find the one person who can lead them? So it remains a demoralized party. You know, when you lose three straight elections, especially to someone that you feel is is incredibly inferior. Um, Justin Trudeau, um, Bloom is clearly off of his rose compared to 2015, and he could easily have been beaten in 2019 or 2021. And the fact that he wasn't, I think the conservatives need to look inside themselves and go, well, what didn't we offer Canadians? The second issue, though, is the party remains incredibly divided. Um, It's still a party less than 20 years old, and only Stephen Harper seemed to be able to hold that party uh, together. When you compare it to the last two leadership races, they were very different. Uh, The one in 2017 had lots of people, and there was the full spectrum of former cabinet ministers and, and others jumping into the into the race. By 2020, you were down to four people, and the top two choices were both quite limiting. In this respect, it's still a small number compared to 2017, but it resembles the, the candidates of 2020, but with a substantial upgrade. So if Aaron O'Toole ran as a blue Tory, well, Pierre Polyev is even more of a blue Tory and a real blue Tory. If Peter McKay ran as a moderate, Jean Charest is a much more moderate with a better track record. So I would say right now, this is a substantial upgrade from the 2020 race. Are they likely, is the Conservative Party likely to be able to settle internal issues and differences with the intention of beating, as you say, a very beatable prime minister who is clearly tired, um, doesn't have anywhere near the energy he had when he started. There's not much in the way of substance. There's not much in the way of legislation, um, even proposed that's coming out of this government. It's just right for the taking. Do you think the Conservatives will be able to say to the to, internally, we recognize that we have opportunity here. We're supposed to be under one banner. Let's go for it. Well, that's the challenge that they've got. Um, and whoever wins this leadership race, whether it is Pierre Polyev, whether it is Jean Charest, whether it's someone else, that's challenge number one. It is tough to win an election when you're too busy beating yourself up. Uh, and that occurs in politics, and that includes uh, sports. You have to be unified um, to, to attack the Liberals. So they need to get their own house in order. And after both leadership races, they were unable to do that. So you go back to 2017. Andrew Scheer wins on multiple ballots, very narrow victory over Maxime Bernier. And what does Bernier do? He leaves the party, starts his own, own political party. After 2020, Aaron O'Toole wins, 
Peter McKay disappears. So they need to reach out to the people they've defeated, like Brian Mulroney did with Joe Clark, for example. Yeah. Um, I, I, I look at this party and, and I remember they really confuse me because they just don't seem to be able to grab opportunity and, and see opportunity. They're just too intent on chasing ghosts with, within their own philosophical spectrum. And I, and I wonder whether they're, what they're going to come out with when, when Jean Charest appears, we only have 45 seconds here, when Jean Charest appears out of nowhere after years and years of absence, that's not going to be, regardless of how competent he may be, that the visual is not immediately a good one. No, in fact, I could see a scenario where if he prevails, um, you could see Western separatism emerging within the Conservative Party because he's not particularly well-liked. Uh, out here, but is is are threats like that a good good for a political party? If you want to hear more, subscribe to the Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.